Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Villeneuve? Denny Villeneuve. Villeneuve. No, it's Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve? What Villeneuve? fellow fumblers and welcome to another episode of the film fumblers show the podcast where four friends fumble through your favorite films today we are reviewing dune a movie released in 2021 and directed by denny villeneuve so without further ado my name's adrian i'm taryn what's up it's james what up it's alonso yeah special hey, guest alonso hi alonso i thought your i thought your pronunciation was enough <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, enough? I hope, I hope it was. <laughs> yeah, I'll you attempted the old, it and, and that's B minus. That's fine look, with me. Look, hey, look, dude, as someone with a fucking like confusing long ass last yeah. name, like, have empathy in my heart, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your last name is difficult to pronounce. Um, yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday now. So we're switching to Sundays. So follow us on twitch.tv slash filmfumblers, turn on notifications. We're going to be going live around 2 p.m. Mountain Time. So yeah, it's been, hopefully we can stick to the schedule a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Weekends, Honestly. good vibes. More yeah. comfortable. We got the weekends off. We can do mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, cheers to an excuse to drink at two on a Sunday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, wow. Cheers to that. Cheers, well, cheers to that. <laughs> ah. All right, Dune. Yes. We're so, finally doing Dune. We're finally doing Dune. Dune came out. Dune. When did it come out? Like a month ago? It's been out for a little bit. Um, yeah. Three, four weeks. Yeah, basically a month. Yeah. yeah. About a month. Um, who who has seen the original, what is it, 1980-something? 84. 84? How, how uh, awful was that? Because all I've heard about it is just terrible. Nah. And I'm curious to see how it's like how this movie is just the perception of this movie and then that one because I know that one's just yeah. awful. Um, okay, it's a David Lynch movie, so I should kind of tip you off. Uh, what up, Nader? <laughs> <laughs> uh, protect, protect, future half. Um, yeah, so I think uh, um, it's David Lynch, so you you kind of know what you're gonna get from the David Lynch side of stuff, right? Like it's gonna be weird. Right. Look weird. Um, but, uh, the the main thing about that movie is is like they tried to cram like four, like they tried to cram the whole first novel into that mm, movie, and it's like see. two hours fifteen, I want to say something like that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with this movie, it's half the book, mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah, that was a smart way to go about it. I think so. Um, one of the complaints see it's hard for me to say okay right? because i i read the book before i ever watched the, the lynch movie so yeah. i a lot of people say that it's incomprehensible without reading the book i don't know that brings us into oh just real quick on the lynch thing isn't yeah. that why it's so bad is because there was such heavy um studio involvement they like changed so much shit without and like re-edited oh, so, it so they sure. did a re-edit for mm-hmm. tv i guess it was longer it was like three hours they put in this like narration oh boy so they uh, did something oh yeah. wow so so it, it like i've never seen that but from what i've heard it's like cheesy like the narration is like super cheesy and trying to explain everything um yeah. and 
So I don't know. Like, I didn't think it was a great movie. There are parts of it that's come off as pretty cheesy. It's like Kyle MacLachlan's first movie. You know, the guy, the detective eight um, from, from Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Um, and then there's other weird choices, um, and that stings randomly in the movie. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a bunch of other stuff like that, right? But yeah, it's not like if you if you were to watch it after watching this this version of Dune. I think you could appreciate it for what it is. And there's some real weirdness that works and there's weirdness that doesn't, you know? Yeah. Mm. And that's what I was going to say is like this, this movie, I mean, I have, I have no idea anything about the Dune universe and I felt like I could follow, like I could follow it along relatively easily. You know, it wasn't like, I wasn't completely out of the loop. Did you guys feel? I felt the same way. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's like a lot of, different like houses that you have to learn about like right away yeah and then like the first like 30 minutes of the movie there's like 45 different ships that like arrive and like descend from different planets and you're kind of like eh, okay all right but like it doesn't get that confusing really yeah but, okay so what yeah. about the terms like this is what i'm thinking because you guys haven't read the book and all that stuff though or i think james you're starting to read the book yeah I'm, right? yeah i'm not too far in but okay um there's a lot of terminology. That's one thing I just this like last walkthrough or this last uh, watch. I I was just like, yeah. There's like the Muad'Dib, right? Which is the name of the, is the name of the mouse, um, oh. the kangaroo mouse. There's um, the Lisan Al Gaib, right? uh-huh. which is the name that the Fremen give to the this prophet or the Messiah, and then they're constantly referring to that. There's the Bene Gesserit, right? There's the gum jabbar, which is the box, which is, wait, I'm sorry, it's a needle. Right? Oh, yeah. The needle that they mm. use uh, during that test. Yeah. They yeah. have Paul do. Um, there's House Atreides. There's House Har- um, Harkonnen. Um, there's the emperor. There's the emperor's guards. What the hell are they called? I can't remember. Um, oh, that, spe- that like. Special the Sardaukar? force. Yeah. Sardaukar. Yeah, that's right. The Sardaukar. The, the, yeah. the like crazy extra soldiers for that story yeah that's that army right Dude, what yeah. what was with like all the crazy names and then the main characters just basic ass paul, ass paul. <laughs> <It's> yeah, like, <laughs> what? like they ran out he ran out of juice like naming all kinds of other crazy <laughs> shit he's just like oh this is paul here and this is his mom jessica Paul's the main character right like you're supposed to try to identify with him like if he had like yeah. if he was named like you know some weird ass shit like it's harder to identify sure. with him you know yeah. I mean? like, but yeah. but I, I get what you're saying I mean because uh, like even Le- the Duke is uh, Leto right yeah. which isn't it's not it's like cooler like sci-fi ear yeah, it's, it's, yeah but it's not a common name it's yeah. not like Joe Blow or whatever right like <laughs> or John or whatever yeah. Um, so that's one to me where I feel like maybe someone that doesn't know anything about anything would be like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does this mean? What the fuck does this mean? Yeah, like, I feel like, but I'm, I was going to say, I'm glad they didn't like fucking dumb it down. Honestly. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, glad yeah. they didn't like, there was only a couple moments where I even noticed like a little bit of exposition and like, I felt like the exposition right at the beginning, right? At the very, very beginning was brief and it was just enough just enough yeah yeah that's where they're kind of explaining like this is what spice is it's very valuable gets people high 
but we need it like that yeah that whole yeah thing. like the proper yeah. I was like, okay noun that's thing. all i really need to know yeah, yeah the proper noun yeah. thing like that's why i bounced off the book so fast i was like i don't even i can't keep up with all these words that have like four a's in them and like i don't know what the fuck's going on but hearing them <laughs> yeah. in the movie i want to try reading it again because i actually like yeah know what it sounds like and can right. say them in my head yeah. or whatever yeah yeah mm -hmm. so Har uh, yeah. so in the chat they're saying is it Har harkonnen or harkonnen Harkonnen um, sounds I think cooler. it's pronounced Harkonnen in the movie, right? Or um, was it Cohen? In, in, no, I, well, okay. So for sure in the David Lynch movie, it's Harkonnen. But uh, I don't know. I think it might be Harkonnen, but... I just bounced back and forth. I don't know. It's never potato. specified. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, like... I get pissed off at some of these big like movies that are like supposed to be popcorn movies that are kind of about heavy shit when mm -hmm. they over explain shit like yeah the one i always think of is um uh the nolan movie with the dreams uh um, inception. inception inception every nolan movie <laughs> every nolan movie you know what i'll tell you what there's a nolan movie that doesn't have it um it's uh, uh the war movie uh Dun dunkirk dunkirk oh, oh right no exposition barely any dialogue in there and that's actually kind of cool but but you're right though <laughs> like it's typically it's nolan like he's just gonna sit down and explain every little bit of it to you to <laughs> yeah. your dumbass that can't follow the plot right like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um so they don't do that and that's and that's cool despite the fact that the shit is not easy to understand or yeah your head i feel like and they 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 really did a good job like giving it to the fans you know the only like real like the first beginning of the so like the book starts off with the test where he has his hand in the box and i think if that was like the intro scene i think you would have lost a lot of people who are oh, like yeah. trying to get into it so like they 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 did a little bit for both audiences i thought they were fine with the fans yeah. but they were like okay let's let's just give just a little bit just a little yeah, bit to yeah. help people along the way like they that was all the... the different shit really good before that like you're saying yeah. how it starts like that like their intros and stuff before that were like so perfect i think yeah. yeah and i think that was the box scene i'm pretty sure that was the first scene that they shot right yeah it was. Oh, really um yeah. which probably set the tone for like just the entire production like okay, yeah like let's, yeah you know how we're, the actors like timothy chalamet is really really working on that scene like yeah yeah, yeah that thing we watched did you watch that like i did yeah i watched it this yeah, morning it was yeah so good. it's like so intense like i don't know i couldn't imagine like you you cast like these people and you're just like fuck Let's it's coming it down to yeah. it and then you're just like you're like kind of nervous you're like yeah. is this gonna like is this gonna work out and then like they just blow it out of the water and you're just like damn it's got to be such a like rewarding experience like, yeah when you mm -hmm. see like your work come together but also like sharing it with like your team you know it's yeah kind it's of a, fun. yeah what we're talking about the it's a video i think from variety i don't know denny the director is going through going that through. scene and like detailing everything yeah. and it's really fucking it's cool really good. It yeah out. he 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 like talks a lot about how he made a conscious decision to not use any cg for like the box glowing or doing any crazy shit and mm -hmm. left it just up i think he called it like a mantle where it was just the actors you know kind of telling the story through their through their yeah. acting and it such a good idea or good choice because if yeah. there was cg and stuff it, it would have really made it kind of cheesy so and, clearly yeah. better um for me 
uh, was this scene in the Lynch movies version? Really? The, yeah, oh, really? the Gumja Bar. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I I thought that this it was this one was executed beautifully. Like even um, when uh, the Reverend Mother uses the voice mm -hmm. um, and calls him, and the way that was edited was really slick, right? So like she uses the voice, and then all of a sudden he's on his knees. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see. You don't they kind see of do that. that in this. Like you, well, it shows a weird fade, and he just like slides almost. Like so, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, this. The, what, yeah, sorry if I wasn't clear. That's what I was talking about. This this version of the scene, this movie is better I than we, I thought. Mitch. I thought it was. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, I thought yeah, you said. You said the, I think you said the yeah. other one. But <laughs> All right, my bad. I was like, yeah. that's impressive. Because... No, 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 no. I thought this one, this version of it was was better. Um, yeah. I mm. thought it was. It was just. It was like immaculately like edited, and the acting was great. And you know, yeah. Hey, props to props to Chalamet. Like I've, I've seen oh, him yeah. in this, and I saw him in the French Dispatch. Both like great performances. Pretty fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess solid. I'm not, you know, yeah, so, solid yeah. actor, great acting all around. Is there a yeah. bad acting performance in this movie? I don't. Is there I one that stood so. out? There's there's no. some parts that are cheesy. I think uh, was Batista's kind of cheesy a little Batista's bit. Batista's kind of always a little cheesy, but he's always kind of cheesy. Sure. Yeah. And then at the end, like the very last line of the movie, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's like. Desert power. The last that is that was like the cheesiest thing I fucking heard. I was just like, that's kind of that's Oscar like, Isaac. I can't. Yeah, so, sounds cool uh, when he Isaac says, says it, it, but not that yeah. much cool. Yeah, desert power. <laughs> I was just like, okay, dude. Um, how did you feel about like the? Well, you said that. I mean, the acting was good in that scene, but like in the book, like I don't know. You feel. Like the what's what's the Bene Gesserit, the Reverend Mother, yeah. and her her relationship with Jessica. Like you see that there's a lot of love there in the I movie. I feel like it's like it's so harsh. It's like it oh. feels like they're at odds. Yeah, but like, Jessica's like terrified of her in the movie. Yeah, but like you can tell they have deep like respect for each other, and it's a lot more like like a family. It feels more think... like loving in the movie. I feel like it it's a little dull. Like there's there's yeah. not. There's not enough between the characters. They feel, I feel, I feel feels like I, fucking sad and evil, like dark, like I don't know. But the book feels more natural, yeah, more... I guess. Hmm. I think, um, I think that, um, I think that you're right. Uh, you're right that, like, in this movie, a lot of the relationships, even I would say, the relationship between, um, uh, uh, Paul and um, what's um. What's a uh, uh, Lito's right hand man who's like who kind of the computer in guy, the mentant, mentant, whatever. No, the, no, um, the guy played by um, Jason uh, Momoa. No, not Jason Momoa, but like the oh, other guy, Thanos. 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 Oh, Thanos. Gurney. 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 Yeah, I thought their yeah. relationship in the book is a lot, again, also a lot warmer and a lot closer. Yeah. And, right, and like, but but okay, so here's the thing, right? Is understand why the thing is if you read the whole book and you, you and then i've never read the sequels which i'm kind of ashamed of because i love the book so much but i've just never gotten around to reading the sequels right yeah but if if the benny the benny jesuit are like kind of 
fucked up. I mean, yeah, yeah. They like they're like kind of secretly controlling all sorts of everything. Things, well, there's like this against... giant thing of selective breeding that they're doing, right? To yeah. like create what Paul is. Well, what Paul prophet is potentially becoming yeah. the prophet. Yeah. Right. So it's some sketchy shit. But yeah. I think to to touch on what you were saying, James, is like the relationship between Jessica and um, what was the, her, her name? Reverend again? Mother. Mother. Reverend Mother. Mm-hmm. I feel like it did it did feel cold for sure. But I think yeah. mostly that probably came off because she was sending her son, whom she loves dearly, like in, to potentially die. Like if he yeah. didn't pass the test, like he was he was going to be killed. And but, she kind of knew that. And there was that like really intense. Yeah. I don't know. I think. I don't know. So what the book does like differently, obviously books do this is you get the, you get the thoughts of every single character, right? But you yeah. know, their intentions, you know, you know, all their, their feelings. And that, I mean, you can't do that in a, in a movie cause it would just right. be trash. Yeah. Be yeah. Well, in your monologues forever. Yeah. Monologue. So, funny. You mentioned that James, right? If you watch the Lynch movie, one of the kind of, I think controversial parts of it are that there's a lot of inner monologues. Oh really? Yeah. There's like camera like camera on a face, no moving lips, and just oh man. What they're thinking at various parts. Yeah. Right? And like the whole like uh cheesy <laughs> the whole like tooth thing, right? In the lynch is like he's like thinking the tooth, the tooth, right? He's like thinking <laughs> and you just see the inner monologue, right? Mm. So so be careful what you wish for, right? I don't think it works. I, I, I don't want it. I don't, I'm, I'm okay. just saying it's it's lost in... I mean, you, acting can only do so much, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you have the source material there, it's, you know, it's it's painting the picture for you yeah. verbatim. It's yeah. showing you everything, you know? I think right. everyone should read the book. I mean, the book is so beautiful. Like, it's easy to read. <laughs> it's science fiction, easy to read. I don't know. It's just, uh, for me, like... When I found it in my like town library when I was growing up, like yeah. I, again, uh, this date this really dates me. But like I had a town library and I went to the town library and that's how I read <laughs> most books. Um, but when I found it and I started reading it, uh, it was just such a pleasure. And I've come back to it every like I don't know once in a while. It's been a while though since I read it the last time. I think I was still in my twenties last time I read it. But it's like it's really beautiful and um, easy, easy to read too. It's not like some boring dull ass like description of spaceships and shit like that it's really like entertaining and you, once you start reading it you just go you know yeah i definitely want to try yeah. reading it again after yeah seeing this. i want to i want to finish reading it and then i want to watch it so like uh, me and adrian we watched it at home right we didn't get the yeah, I watched it at home. we didn't get the imax experience which was probably like i mean it's obviously a fail on our part but yeah but i don't know but i also I just like watching movies with fucking subtitles, man. I do too. I do too. And I, yeah, (laughs) so bad. You got the IMAX blasting your fucking eardrums out. So maybe they don't need subtitles. One thing that, so yeah, one of my coworkers, Brian, he's really into Dune and like, he, you know, into the books and stuff. And he was telling me about the theater experience and that like, when they use the voice, like the first time that the voice is used, oh, it yeah, just shakes sure. your it's being so and you're good. just like, for sure. yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, my, my sound system here is like decent, but I mean, it wasn't, yeah. you know, it's not IMAX. The, the landing, the landing on uh, Rockus by the Sardaukar and, and the Harkonnens, like mm-hmm. in IMAX was like, outrageously beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just, 
it's like one of those moments where you're like, wow, how epic this is, how beautiful yeah, it looks, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, and how well done and how well crafted. And, and yeah, you should definitely check out that variety video with the, the director because um, what you realize, and it's not something I realized brand new, but every single detail of every single frame was thought through and was very intentional. Yeah. You know, the design of the box, right? The yeah. design of the costumes, the lighting, right? Like everything that, you know, like the, the needle itself, right? Like the, yeah. the way her hand needle. is on it. <laughs> like yeah, that, that weird Every thing. single piece of it <laughs> yeah. is very, very thought through. And yeah, I mean, I think ideally the ideal experience is like in, in, in an IMAX, but you know, I watch it on my, actually, <laughs> I hate to say this, I watch it on my phone. Oh, God. In the morning, in the morning in bed, it, yeah. lazing around on Sunday. No, I, I watch it in IMAX, too, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I watch it on my phone this morning, and yeah, it was cool, you know? It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was cool. I, I, yeah. I wanted to refresh my memory, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, I got something for you guys. What's up? Hit me. Tatooine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tatooine. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the sand, the desert planet, right? In in Star Wars, Star Wars. where uh, Luke Skywalker, where Obi-Wan lives, right? Where Luke Skywalker gets stashed away as a baby. All right. Okay. Um, twin suns in Tatooine. Uh-huh. Twin moons in Arrakis, right? Sandworms in Arrakis. Um, that weird monster that... Oh, what is it called? Like Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt. Sarlacc. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarlacc, right? Yeah. Um, okay. The voice. Um, the force? Force. <laughs> Benny Gesserit. Um, the Jedi? The Jedi. So. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. At some level. Yeah. They use the voice, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, sure. Jedi mind tricks. The, the one that will come and... The Emperor. Right, Jesus the chosen Christ. one that will come. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the chosen one. See, okay, all right. Um, from what I know about what, like, the novel was based on, this is more actually, like, the story of Muhammad and oh, less yeah. less story of Christ. But, um, I mean, all these stories have a lot of overlap, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, and so, yeah, I mean... You know, Star Wars and that all that mythology doesn't happen without being there's, oh, there's no, no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. There's no doubt about it. I mean, so many parallels. And it's not just Star Wars. Um, I mean, you look at so many, so many of these things, right? And like, that, okay, so here's not, another interesting thing, right? It's like, okay, so if you know anything about like the origins of Islam, Muhammad, right? So Muhammad, um, he starts, he has this vision in the desert, right? He starts this religion, it's with family and friends, and then he, he's persecuted by the leaders in Mecca and then kicked out of Mecca. And so he goes, it's, it's, it's called the Hijira. He goes to Medina, which is another, another city, right? Um, mm-hmm. And they welcome him because they, the people in Medina, are expecting a prophet. Ah. Okay, and they, so they're expecting a prophet to come and lead them. Right. So, and so he goes, no future spoilers. I don't know where you're going, but just in case, <laughs> I <laughs> only know this spoilers. movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he goes, he goes to Medina and then you'll see in the second movie and you'll see in the rest of the novel and you'll see in the sequels, like that there's a very like specific parallel, like between 
the return mm. to Mecca, right? And then all this other stuff, right? So that's cool. It's, it's really, it's really cool. And like, I, I've, I've heard this criticism a lot of Dune where it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like a white man savior thing. Like, I think on some level, I'm sure, of course, there's like some of that. But on, on another level, I think it's actually really paralleling the story of Muhammad. For real. Interesting. Uh -huh. uh, and, um, and, and it's actually really interesting and cool. Um, yeah. It's interesting. It, um, for me, I was drawing parallels between, I mean, yeah, Star Wars, of course. But when I was reading the book, it's very um, J.R.R. Tolkien-esque. It's very Lord of the Ringsy hmm. because they have poems. They have songs like in the first few chapters and that's like yeah. a huge Tolkien thing. And then it reminded me of Game of Thrones, which that's obviously a rip off of Lord of the Rings too, right? <laughs> all, these, all these houses, the houses stuff, yeah. all these houses and mm -hmm. just like tons of stuff like that. And, you know, made up names, languages and all this shit. So yeah, those are the parallels I drew. But I mean, yeah, Star Wars is cool so is doom i don't know i think it's, yeah yeah they yeah, can yeah, yeah. there's, yeah. there's, there's <laughs> they, no doubt they, I mean, they live together like i mean we could go and say like hey dune's ripping off like the quran nader said damn islam out here plagiarizing as dune is the is the ground <laughs> well, I, I just feel like, you know, all these kind of epic stories, like, you know, I don't know, yeah. you know, you read your Joseph Campbell, whatever, uh, like, they're all, they have a lot of the same stuff in them that's kind of repeated over and over and over again. That's why they connect with people. Shakespeare, Over too, the course right? of time. Yeah, it's like all it's this. All Shakespearean soap opera drama shit. Right? You know, it's, it's a lot of the, a lot of the <laughs> same stuff. Uh, so here's an interesting thing. I didn't know this um, until, like. So there's this like cool video on YouTube that's like a chronology of Dune, mm. and and like, but not Dune the book, but actually the whole saga, uh, right? Okay. Everything yeah. um, when people were still on Earth, right? Because this is oh, actually wow. something that this all this stuff takes place in the far uh, future, supposedly, uh. right? And there's apparently in between the events of in between the beginning of that and the events of this movie and the Dune, first Dune novel, they have a jihad. They call it a jihad. By the way, I don't, you'll, you'll notice that there's a ton of Arabic terminology used yeah, all over yeah. here. Yeah. Um, they have a jihad against all the robots and um, right, right. artificial intelligence. So that's so why you kind of mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see any of that stuff in this book because like thousands of years ago, they basically exterminated all of them. And yeah. all like computers and shit. That's the coolest fucking yeah, detail. Except for, except for yeah. like the mentants, right? Like those are sort of like cyborgish human things, right? Yeah, or so no? I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know too much about that. Um, so, but I, I, I was like going through that chronology and I was like, wow. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because like, do you ever think of that too much? Yeah, like, wow, there's no computers around here. What's going on? Like, yeah, yeah, I felt weird when know? he had the little projector thing. I was like, whoa, that's like very different than everything else. You know what I mean? Like it feels more right. like techy than all the other shit. Even like the ships are like toggles and switches and, you know. The know. shield. The, like, I mean, in terms of like the tech, it's like the ships, the shield, interstellar travel, right? Yeah. Um, by the spice. By the way, spice. What's, what is the spice? What is... 
the allegory what is the spice actually i don't know but i think we all tried spice in high school and it was just i didn't i did i did did not i have not you know past my time dude sorry can i go back the mentant was a profession or disciple that was developed as a replacement to the computers and thinking machines Okay. Is that like the mm. the old guy with his eyes go up into his head to think? Yeah, he calculates That's things. Sick. Yeah, goddamn. That was yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Nader says spice can confirm spice made me want to wage war. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Spice yeah. is oil. That's, yes. Yes. Yeah. So spice. spice that's. Oil. I think that's but, what they um, did. Like a great job at explaining, and you kind of really just understood right away. Like spice mm-hmm. is the the oil. It's very valuable, but it's also a drug that many people are addicted to. And it gives you all of these like, you know, heightened yeah. sense of awareness and all of this kind of thing. Like yeah. you really understood that. And that this is the planet that has it. And so like who's control of this planet is like has has the money. Yeah. Oh holy so. shit, dude. Are you seeing uh okay, the new League of Legends Arcane is out mm-hmm. and we've been yeah. watching it. They have like a similar kind of drug that people use in it. Holy that's, fuck. Oh whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Shit. So they're probably that's probably like a Dune reference, man. Oh, <laughs> sick! <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say it before oh, I no, forgot. No, no. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh, good. When you were talking about the Mentats, uh, I mean, you know, it's like in, in Fallout. That's like a uh, yeah, that's a, a drug, isn't it? It's a drug you can pick up yeah. and use Mentats. Oh, um, oh okay. <laughs> side oh. note. Um, but yeah, yeah, at this, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, it's the oil and like so. Okay, well, what's the so it's like a combination of oil, but also like a little bit of LSD. Like this was right. the '60s, right? Like, so like, <laughs> like the Middle East is like written. known for like what opium, right? Poppies and stuff mm, like that. That's more like uh, Afghanistan, but like, oh, but, okay. but but I think so. When it was written, this was like it was written in the mid '60s, right? This mm-hmm. is like right when people were discovering and make making, and, yeah. Um, making lsd right and, and like, prescribing it LSD. to everyone like yeah, yeah. Them off. and and if you want to get into some other shit you know uh possibly the government experimenting on soldiers with lsd and all right. sorts of other things but mm-hmm. um yeah so so it's like kind of this weird combination i think of uh yeah like it's like if you fused oil and lsd together and then also made <laughs> it addictive right yeah. right oil yeah that made you high <laughs> Oil that made you high, and then you need it all the time. Hash oil, dude. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so it's like a... um, Yeah, the whole idea of the spice, and then, like, the way the spice makes people's... Makes their eyes blue. That was cool. Yeah. Everyone, like, everyone who had blue eyes, it was was so... They were, like, piercingly blue. It just... It was very, you know surreal like sci-fi and so like there was like the difference between the people who were using spice for like longevity of life versus the freemans use it as like a religious like thing right and they're probably breathing it in all the time oh and breathing it in all the time so they're just fucking tripping balls their entire lives (laughs) (laughs) it's like damn bro (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's kind of like um I mean, you know, like hippies in the desert. In the, I mean, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. like they live nomadic lives, right? Like yeah. nomadic tribes in like Arabia. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's a, there's a lot of, it's not one thing or the other, right? 
it's a lot of these different ideas like kind of fused into together or um, expressed in different ways. It's kind of, that's, that's to me, that's the richness of this book, right? Is like, it just takes all these different ideas and kind of combines them in this way. And then sort of adds this like layer of sort of soap opera, like court mm -hmm. dynasty kind of soap opera type shit. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, Nader's just like straight dropping knowledge. Like we, we should yeah. have, like, have him on here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like saying yeah. a bunch of shit that I've been forgetting about, like the mentant. Mentality. The tooth. The, so the okay. That's the tooth and shit like that. The the tooth. Um, that was fucked up. Yeah, oh man, so, that was such a cool. Can, can you remind me of the tooth again? What 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 was that? So, so the, okay. The so poison, the, like the, the the doctor, right? The doctor. Oh yeah. Okay. With the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then and then but then his he you know he's still loyal to the duke. He was basically forced to sell right. the duke, right? So. What does he do? He's trying to protect his son and Jessica. His wife, right? Oh, and, the, the, well, yeah. Well, so he's trying to say, yeah, of course he's trying to, he made the deal with the Duke to save his wife and his child. But but because he's still loyal to uh, the Duke Leto, he's trying to help him by saving mm -hmm. his, you know, he had to sacrifice Leto, but by saving his son and you know, doing what he can to save his son and his wife, or his, sorry, his consort. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Not married. But anyway, so and then and then he and then he's like, okay, I'm gonna replace your tooth, right? Um, with this poisonous tooth. Yeah. And then your last breath will be will hopefully be the Baron's last breath, right? Yeah. Which doesn't play out that way. So Didn't work, right. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the way I saw, I thought something they did that was really cool was the way that the Baron survived and he was like suspended in like a yeah what was that <laughs> that reminded me of creepy character spider, man. that reminded me of hereditary the scene where she's like <laughs> up in the wall yeah they just pan the camera up to her. okay uh, I'm, I'm gonna be honest when we first saw it when he stood up me and jacqueline fucking started laughing we thought it was like the cheesiest <laughs> non-scary thing ever like oh, he's, maybe he's because so creepy, we're just dude. in the comforter of our own home yeah, we're not, yeah. like surrounded by it in the imax like he was just like what <laughs> it was so okay. weird it was so, so, so weird let me throw another another couple layers on this okay in the lynch movie in my opinion the baron and the harkonnens harkonnens however you want to say it are i think designed a little creepier and cooler uh -huh. um they the design there is more like leather sex outfit thing. <laughs> bondage with like outfit nipple, yeah with like nipple holes and stuff <laughs> like, kind of more fucked up and perverted right um and i think that that works a little bit better um if you ask me okay here's the other layer um and we haven't talked about this at all yet there is this documentary and i i must insist that you guys watch this at some point Okay, it's called Yodorowsky's Dune. Okay, and it's about this filmmaker, Yodorowsky, Alejandro Yodorowsky, who's, uh, he's actually Chilean, randomly. Made all these weird-ass movies, um, The Holy Mountain, El Topo, and then he wanted to make Dune. And him and this super team of badass, amazing artists, designers, cartoonists, put together this book that was basically going to be the storyboard for the movie Dune and they were never able to raise the money. It never got made. This was in the 70s, right? 
in the seventies. Before Lynch, like yeah. pretty close to the book, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, this was in the seventies, and and um, so okay, this super team was uh, Mo Mobius, who is oh, a very yeah. famous French cartoonist, who like um, it, they're they're adapting his his story, Dean Call, the the uh, Ta uh, Taika Waititi. He's oh, that's right, he's adapt. Yeah, that's Mobius. Mobius is the oh, artist cool. behind Dean Call. Anyway. Um, he's like a very, very famous French cartoonist. You should check him out. Okay, another guy that they in, uh, employed, um, and of course now I'm fucking forgetting his name, but is the same artist that did the, the Alien. Oh, H.R. Geiger. H.R. Geiger. Yeah. H.R. Geiger did, did all the designs for the Harkonnen. All oh, of them. Oh, that's cool. And they're so amazing. Sick. Look them up online. The Harkonnen Castle and the way that they looked. And there's so much like, to me, I would love to see that vision of what the Harkonnens look like, <laughs> because that shit is demented. I mean, it's it's H.R. Geiger. So if you've ever seen his art, it's like yeah, big, like freakish combination of machine and metal and human. I don't know. It's it's really intense. Um, but check out that documentary. It's like a it's a it's it's a he he basically put together the super team. When the movie didn't get made, they all split up and went and took a bunch of their ideas to other movies. Oh, wow. I, like, Geiger went to Alien. He used a lot of the designs he made for Dune in Alien with the ships and all this That's other stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, go check that out. And uh, also, side note, when, I was, when, my, uh, when my twins were born, um, Iggy, the younger one, he had full head of hair. Uh, Frankie did not. He was like pretty bald. And then when he started growing hair, it like only grew like kind of like, you know, sort of in the back of his head. Initially. Like a mullet. <laughs> like like Gerald Ford. I don't know. You know, for ex president of the United States. Like just it it, it looked weird. Like it looked. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also like way chubbier. So um, I definitely many times. I called him the Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like oh, the Baron yeah. Harkonnen in, in the Lynch movie. <laughs> oh, Whatever. He turned out all right, but uh, <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So how did you guys feel about like the the fighting and like the shields? That was that was like pretty interesting. I didn't fully understand the shields, like they just prevent you from taking some lethal damage sometimes, but you can still. It's like if the die with the them. blade is fast, it will like just hit it. But if it goes slow, then it can just go right through it, basically. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Um... That's why they turn it on when they're sparring, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it becomes easier to. Oh, sorry, guys. Did the only Nader sent me a clip from the Lynch movie just to show me what the shields look like in that movie, and they are fucking horrible. Really? <laughs> like this movie, it's really? like you see like a little effect, and it's just it's gone. an aura, yeah, and then it's gone. But like yeah. they literally look like Minecraft characters, like blocks, blocks oh, for no. arms, like big old boxes. They literally look like Minecraft characters. It's so <laughs> oh. fucking funny, dude. Oh That's hilarious. But I thought they were really cool. That's like a cool ass idea, and then seeing people get hurt like the red like you they don't need like yeah that's blood like and the shit. lethal blow and like when uh the tooth gets broken and the poison goes into the baron's face and it just goes all red and freaks out i was like fuck that's so sick dude yeah yeah 
Yeah, it was interesting that he used his his shield right when he leans in. Like right before he leans in, he like taps his finger for the shield. Yeah, I was like, "Fucker!" I, I thought he did something <laughs> about him, but dude, that was that was something Such I thought was cool... crazy. Is a lot of people died in this movie that I didn't. I don't yeah. know. I didn't think that many like main characters would fucking die, and like especially that scene, like everyone fucking died. Yeah, like that was that was like in the middle of the film, and it it felt like the climax of the movie. Like, and then after after um he dies it's just like oh shit there's still like an hour left like that was that was just the beginning yeah, of it i was so sad when oscar isaac died i was like damn i want more of this guy yeah. with his magnificent fucking beard yeah <laughs> speaking of magnificent beards or maybe lack thereof oh, dude God. jason momoa without a beard man. so weird i'm just like glad i'm not the only one who doesn't look as good without a beard because <laughs> like he's such he's a, a handsome rugged. man and then i did Man, Especially because he had a weird. beard and then he didn't like later. And then he was like, oh, fuck. later. Yeah, that was off-putting yeah. for me. I thought he was great in the movie. Oh, no. He, he was, was great. Amazing. His I beard not great. being there wasn't, though. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought he was great. Um, again, you know, again, I, I like, okay. Bard, Javier Bardem. Um, I love Bardem. I think he's amazing. So many movies in um, No Country for Old Men and then all the Spanish movies he did. Okay, he's great. And I felt like his accent was a little distracting, honestly. Really? You know, mm-hmm. This one. <laughs> Especially when the rest of the Fremen don't have that accent. Oh, sure. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it's just yeah. kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's like, dude, can you try to sound like a little bit like... You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like my dad, you know, my dad's Peruvian and he's been here, but he's been here for like 35 years. I don't know, many years, right? And he would have thought by this point, my dad like wouldn't be able to tell, right? but it's not true. <laughs> yeah, you, can yeah. still, you can still tell, right? So yeah. Bardem is still in that zone, I think. Is that who he, who he plays? Kinds? What is his name? Um, Bardem plays the Bardem Stilgar. Oh, Stilgar. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the leader. Yeah, the leader of the Fremen. That spits yeah. the guy on the who table. spits on the table. Yeah, which was <laughs> which was silly. Like you know, he does the spit, and he's like, "Oh, you're offering the moisture of your body." <laughs> like it's it's a Oscar positive just, message. Fucking well, that's how they make the drink, right? In that oh god, so gross. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey. I think I know where he got that shit, though, by the oh, way. Oh, is it Norse? No, or... I, well, it could be. I don't know. Because uh, they do that with the seers. They all spit in the thing. To... Okay, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Okay, so so in, in Peru, there's this drink that's like a corn beer, right? Like, so basically it's like corn fermented, and then it's like you drink it like beer, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, it used to be made back in the day that the women of the village would, like, chew the corn, Oh, chew it up spit and it spit out. it out. I've seen this in an that, anime. The, and then that would ferment. Love. And that, it's called chicha. That's we have chicha. seen it in an anime. Oh, it's your name. <laughs> oh, your name. name. Damn. Your name. Yeah. They do that. But it has That's to be like rice, like not corn. Right? right? Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I thinking, maybe they got it from that. I don't in know. the Eternals <laughs> movie, one of the characters makes a drink like that. That's fucking funny. Dude, oh, it was in Wild Boys, too. Thank you. It was in Wild Boys. But I bet they were in Peru. I bet that's where they did it. Um, no. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Okay. All um, right. Anyway, just as a theory, I have no idea if that's actually true or not. Right. Yeah. With the Norse, I think like when it, when it, they're getting a a reading or whatever by the seer, 
they both spit into like a, cu a communal cup and they have to drink from it for like the the fortune to be true or whatever you know thing. what's the deal with this like sharing of fluids, like a pack i've never gotten that right it's like the, like you know yeah the blood oath blood yeah. brothers <laughs> what the fuck is the point of that like what about just like yo i'm gonna definitely do that are you with me you're with me okay cool like what about that <laughs> I feel like it's you always like a, an intimidation <laughs> thing it feels like a lot of the time yeah yeah i mean like i don't know well maybe it's to like let people know that you're serious about it too you know like I'm you don't serious. cut your hand and shake hands i'm serious <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious i'm gonna like... cut myself yeah. Yeah, the, like... the film fumblers have never had a blood oath but maybe that's yeah. that's what's wrong maybe we need I'm to get together somewhere <laughs> person cut her hand right, yeah. break this glass <laughs> <laughs> i'm not oh, trying to gosh. cut my hand uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, that um, is that is very strange. It's different in Dune, right? Because this, oh, I guess the spitting on the table isn't. But like when they're making the drink, that's like they just have to do that, right? I thought that. Yeah, I, I thought that they were doing that because it was like the only way that they could get. There's so little moisture, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy, dude. So and then wait. they keep the palm trees in the front of that. That's castle. what I was gonna say. Yeah. What was with that? So Wasting all the goddamn water on these palm trees. I guess because oh, it's like. like yeah. Well, he water. explains it briefly, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. What was, like, the, what was it? The explanation is like, I don't know. They've been here a long time. Like, we can... <laughs> it's just my job, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm with Paul. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? What are we doing here? You know, like. <laughs> yeah. It was like we could people. keep like twelve men alive a day. Like that's enough right. water for whatever. Right. So strange. Another beautiful scene that I remember is well, there were two separate scenes with the kangaroo mouse, mm. and I love—I I don't know—I just loved like because you basically you see how it uses the ears to like collect the moisture, to get the moisture, and, yeah, and then the moisture collects and it licks them, and that's how it survives, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. and that's—I mean, you know, that's that's those, that's what the allegory to the fremen, right? It's like they have these like suits and they're so well adapted to the desert; they've mm -hmm. been in the desert, survived in the desert for so long the really cool um sort of details about the desert walk which oh that was cool so i thought it was one of those things where i thought um that you can really look stupid and look corny um because <laughs> because it's supposed to be like a non-rhythmic walk right? right like it's like you have to sort of it has to be a little chaotic right yeah um, because if it's too rhythmic it attracts sandworms yeah right um but it's the same four steps over and over is that what you're right. getting at <laughs> well i was just you know it's like it's like if you've ever watched seinfeld like the you know the elaine dance right it's like really like whatever. i don't know it's really mm, yeah. lame um yeah and yeah. i was a little bit concerned <laughs> that when they were gonna do the desert walk it was gonna look really fucking stupid <laughs> um <laughs> but it, it looked fine it was all right that was cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then that little, I, I love the little gadgets that they have, um, like the one that they put in the ground to like the, the thumper the or whatever. Thumper, that, yeah. that was sick. Like it was cool that they didn't have computers, but they still had this like really interesting technology that they would work with. And that, yeah. It, it really yeah. Was. Like the suits, dude. Like that is so yeah. interesting. Like, holy fuck. But like, yeah, I guess in the awesome. book, 
because like in the movie they're just like oh it's your sweat and your tears you know but, like in the book it's like no it's your shit and your piss and like everything oh, else God. it's like they're not gonna that's everything it's fucking gross. <laughs> okay. It's fucking oh, okay so so you know this movie is what was the rating it's pg-13 is that yeah, right yeah, yeah. I, I mean so how did they make it pg-13 there no were a couple blood. of shots there were a couple of shots where well there's blood some i mean not right? like a like, lot, lot. Right, right. yeah there, there, there are a couple shots where they kind of just cut away, right? Like Harkonnen, uh, the Baron, like, you know, breaking um, the doctor's neck, right? There's a couple of other shots where they just kind of cut away. You just don't see right, things yeah. happen. Yeah. Okay. But the other thing they do is with the shields. And, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, when people get, like, you know, sliced up with, you know, and they're, but they're wearing the shields, it looks, oh, sorry, guys. It looks a, a little bit like, um, uh, it, it doesn't look as violent as yeah. The they just turn yeah. to glow red. Yeah, I was mentioning yeah. that earlier. Like you, you can still tell when they get hit because it's just red, but it's not like gore. It's just like yeah, I don't know, a way to show that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the music? Uh, I like some of like the screaming shit that's yeah. like all distorted as fuck. Pretty cool. It's pretty thought, cool, but dude, I thought it was so. But epic. sometimes I don't know. Like I, like I said, I was like, I don't know if I want it to be so fucking loud. So when I watch it in IMAX, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Jesus Christ, it's too fucking loud. Dude, the loud. part I was maybe about, not. I don't know. I thought it was fucking made it so epic, dude. Every time it'd come on, yeah. you're like, oh fuck, something crazy is happening. Just fucking getting like, blasted. The scene where the the Benny Gesserit's ship is leaving, and they're just like mm-hmm. in that like nothingness room. I don't fucking know. It's just that white ship leaving, yeah. and the music just comes on yeah that shit was mind-blowing in theaters yeah dude. oh my god this fucking yeah. epic yeah just the sound in general like in that um clip we were talking about earlier that youtube video where denny villeneuve is talking about the box scene and there's like that scream that i think yeah. it was um hans zimmer made that scream with yeah like a bunch like compressing a bunch of screams from a real human and it was like Oh, when, when so Paul eerie, looks yeah. up and like stops like feeling the pain or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think like my my favorite part or my, my favorite like concept in this was definitely the voice and like how that works and it was cool how Paul is still learning how to use it and my favorite scene has to be when they're in that that ship and they're like oh. tied down and she gets to finally use the voice on people and like he's oh, yeah. trying to use the voice fucking yeah. sick like it, so, say, so brutal was wrong or something yeah because he, uh, yeah. he fucks it up the first time gosh she yeah. just tells people to stab themselves in the throat and they're just like yeah oh, that's brutal yeah and then it's like that was brutal it's like the one one of them is deaf or whatever and it's like oh fuck can't use the voice on and like i was like oh, oh yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Tells the other dude. person kill him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she tells him to kill him. Yeah, that's cool. And then they're, they're also signing the whole time, too, which was really Dude, that was the but... thing, I guess. In the book, they just, like, fucking mind-to-mind talk to each other or some weird shit. Like, something you can't oh, do on film, okay. so they invented that for the movie. And I thought that was perfect, dude. It was so Yeah, cool. it worked. It yeah. worked really well. Huh. It was cool. Huh. And then the so, s- what about... I was going to say, the scene in the when they're in the tent uh paul and jessica yeah yeah 
so fucking emotional, all tense. And then he uses when he uses the voice on her, it's just like, oh fuck, it's like a jump scare. Almost. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I to go back to the. I don't know if you would call this music, but it's definitely still within sound. Mm-hmm. That like Mongolian throat singing the scene, beginning. like yeah. or, oh, sorry. no, yeah. it was like towards the middle, yeah, right? Yeah, Where yeah. they're home ringing, like that. It's so <laughs> weird. It's like, I, I couldn't take it seriously. Like it was, it was like kind yeah. of funny, but yeah. Brian first, showed me yeah. this. He showed me this YouTube video where they do it, but they're like cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yeah, like, I've seen that. Like, that. That's so funny. It's, it's that. like the yeah. manager just said it. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, uh, we're gonna have to watch it we're gonna have to watch it yeah there's a lot of shit like that where it's like it feels like it should be cheesy like right but like i don't know i just like went for it like on everything dude i didn't think anything yeah. was cheesy i fucking yeah i think for the I most part it definitely wasn't yeah like even like alonso was saying the walk you know it, it didn't yeah. work there's there's parts that that were cheesy to me but most of it like worked most of it worked mm-hmm. so, see i don't even know if I really like the voice, but like I, I feel like if I hear it in IMAX, it's gonna be yeah, like yeah. a totally different like thing. I feel like it's gonna be oh, a totally yeah, different sure. animal. Yeah, for sure. Alonzo said he'll be right back. I don't know. Yeah, he said, yeah. he said sorry for <laughs> getting a couple of phone calls. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we uh, yeah, keep stalling. Towards the end, dude. Oh, you guys. Uh, anything? Else? I don't Dying. Know. I guess I just wanted to shout out Denny Villeneuve, probably my favorite director right at, like as of right now, dude. Like, yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is my favorite fucking movie ever, and he's done like Sicario, Arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't movies, he say dude. like all of that was kind of to prepare him to be able to to do Dune? Yeah, and then like once so cool. before they even started making this or like confirmed it or anything, he would saying would say that stuff. He's like. I would like I want to do Dune like that's what I want to do and I was like dude like if that's your passion project like that's I cannot wait yeah. to fucking see that that is so cool yeah. yeah in that interview like he talks about that how he wanted to make he wanted to make a movie like for the fans but when you do that like it can kind of be pandering and all these things so he he kind of mentions that he's just like I wanted to make it for like me as a child like something that I would have, have approved as a teenager yeah. loving yeah. this novel so much and like, I mean, you see it. Like, it is definitely a passion project. There was a lot of love that went into it for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of detail, and it's it's got to be. It's got to suck to have to cut shit out and like pick yeah. and choose. And... But it was it was such a good choice to make it the like part one. You know, yeah. that he oh, won. the balls on him to put part one at the beginning when they didn't know if they're going to make the second one or not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Like, Please, dude. They confirmed it like right after yeah, it, it released, like... though, right? Because the box yeah. office did really well. You know. Yeah, I was surprised. Well, it did, I don't know. It, it, it made over the budget. like so. Yeah, it made more than Blade Runner did in like one weekend, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Not yeah, that fast. Maybe like a couple weeks. But... Yeah. Sorry, but... <laughs> I'm just, it feels like people i don't know like the people that i've seen that i don't think would like be into movies being like dune is fucking awesome and shit i'm like that's crazy like it feels like hmm. you're saying you have seen that or yeah you i have seen that like oh, i'm like curious what my mom thinks because she went to the theater and saw it too yeah but, yeah like, I'm, I'm just so well, like yeah. surprised i guess that this movie kind of broke through the mainstream a little bit and it was like mm-hmm. in advertisements like see all the action like a regal and stuff 
and it would show like a dune clip i'm like damn yeah it's kind of i mean it's like giant sandworms um, they'll get people yeah in the theaters. it's <laughs> like the most like indie box blockbuster ever <laughs> i feel like yeah. I think so because it is a blockbuster I mean, well, like it's fucking be, huge yeah. but it's like i feel like it's it is it's hard to call it an indie when you've got timothy no, chalamet yeah. and die oscar exactly. isaac jason momoa dave batista like yeah. I mean, it's like the, indie the cast is like yeah yeah it, the, the concept of it like just the, the, the concept and the yeah. history behind the, like Dune no cg like, everything no holding your hand like that kind of stuff i feel like that yeah. blockbusters yeah. do not do anymore yeah right no yeah. nothing was really like overly explained as we, yeah. as we kind of mentioned in the beginning but yeah the cast alone i mean was definitely also enough to get people in yeah i remember i remember back probably a year or two ago when they announced timothy chalamet i was like oh man it's that fucking pretty boy all this stuff and like Oh, you were like you were because well, I didn't like bit. know about him. I just knew that he was yeah, like yeah. that hot guy that everyone loved. You know? The the up and comer. Yeah, up I had seen him in like Lady Bird, and that's it. And I was just like, damn, that's kind of crazy, it, right? Call me by your name. Is that right? Yeah, he's in no. that too. I okay. haven't seen that, but yeah. And then like seeing that video when he was like, that was the first thing they shot was the boxing, and he's just like so worried. And then like they did it, and he was like, oh, thank God, I found the perfect Paul for this. And I was like, all right, yeah, okay, cool. yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> Dude, but isn't he like too skinny? Isn't he like he's supposed to be like fifteen, isn't he? But he's supposed to like be like this badass fighter and shit. He'd get crumpled by like <laughs> anybody. <Yeah. laughs> he Jay, crumples the other to, guy, bro. Shit. Too lanky. I mean, that's fine. Jay, that, I was meaning to ask you. I was meaning to ask you about this. Like, this is kind of the story of like, like a rich entitled dude, like. <laughs> getting his chance to be like the emperor of, yeah you know like or or, or ascending ascending to power right yeah how do you feel about that um i don't know i think say so I'm, I'm i'm not gonna hate on this movie because i don't think i'm in the same area where you three are i i think it's okay i think the politics are pretty interesting about it actually but there's something that it doesn't bother me that he's like this rich kid going into power. I think they did that like pretty well, like um, just because like his parents aren't really married, right? And so like yeah. he has like, this kind of weird disconnect from actually being royalty. I think he's like known that his whole life. And so it's like kind of interesting for him to like come to like terms with that that responsibility so it, i think it's fine but the i character's think character's journey but it's just it's, yeah it's just that he i mean like especially i was thinking about when he's basically ordering around like <laughs> you know uh uh what's his name i keep fucking forgetting his name gurney? gurney gurney and then also when he tells the reverend mother how dare you use the oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of moments where it comes like the the kind Spoiled of like, brat kid yeah it com yeah. comes out a little bit I, guess. You know? I feel like there's enough that they do to make it the opposite of that though like where he's like oh he's like seems like an actual good person where he's like worried about the people that are outside worried about the yeah. water being mm -hmm. used on these trees and like the and especially his dad too like he's not like a pompous rich asshole he's like trying to help the fremen and stuff like i feel like yeah. they do enough of that to yeah. make it make you root I for mean, how many, to make it not a spoiled rich kid yeah, yeah. How, how many yeah. movies like how many movies are there that you can think of right where the the premise is it's a spoiled kid who has to go out into the real world 
fucking do do real shit. Yeah. Right? And only then has he earned the right, like, you know, like, has he truly earned the right to lead rather than just be mm. entitled to it? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, I feel like a really common thing. And, like, just bringing this back to religion, right? In some ways, isn't that, like, the story of the Buddha, right? It's like... Uh, yeah, he was, was, he was like, really rich. Yeah. So he was a, was a <laughs> entitled prince. Yeah. He had to go out into the forest and eat, like, a grain of rice a day right before he found the middle path, right? Mm-hmm. And became enlightened. So, again, and I don't think that's a coincidence, by the way. That narrative, yeah. and, like that larger idea, yeah. right? Like, there's a connection there too. Sure. No, I, I thought can't. you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to hate on, the, on on that from that standpoint. No, I, I. The only thing I'm like really hating on is that I just feel like there's maybe just not enough time. I I, I keep saying this that this would have just been better as a TV show. I think if they oh, man. Gave, if they gave more time to let you actually care about all the fucking people who die in the movie, like honestly, I was left unmoved by all the deaths. There was not enough like for me yeah. to like feel for them. Not even Jason Momoa, dude, going out. No, there. dude. Also, they did. <laughs> they did care glory. that fucking Duncan Duncan. Duncan Donuts. Duncan 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 Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just didn't. There wasn't enough green time. And and when you read the book, ask what is you're just like, holy shit. There's like way more to oh, just yeah. like this shell. Like I, that's that's right. my biggest problem with the movie is that they just like didn't have enough personality between each other. For me to like actually care that they died. Look, I think if the movie is a good Trojan horse for people to read the book, cool. Yeah, that's fair. Awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and then and then the other thing is, uh, um, uh, they did do a Dune TV series, by the way. It was on Sci-Fi Channel in the early 2000s. Yeah, I'm sure it's and trash. It is, <laughs> it is, it is, yeah, it is. They weren't ready. But like, give me. They give are me making a Dune show. Ian Webb, whatever. Give me him as competent as he is and give me it an hour every sunday on hbo max i don't know dude. they are making a show by the way about the benny jesuit i think oh and danny villeneuve is directing the first episode producing it or something oh wow good okay this is my argument against the tv show right my argument honestly and i know this is this is controversial and no one's going to agree with me is it should be like a six-hour movie. That's my only complaint <laughs> is that this movie is not intermission. Just intermission the movie ever. Yeah. High school intermission, right? <laughs> like you go out, take a piss, like get yourself some more popcorn. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. And six because, hours. <laughs> but but like okay, the reason is is that like with a TV show, an hour format TV show, like just the expectation is for the the fucking like story to like keep going and keep going and keep going yeah. and like it it becomes on a cliffhanger about, every yeah, fucking every hour fucking yeah. 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 it becomes okay. way yeah. more about the story and i feel like the novel is like really poetic right and like, like to me that's what i liked about this movie was that it kept i thought some of the, like the poetry of like you know like uh, like the with the visuals right not necessarily with the dialogue but with the visuals like with the spice the way the spice was depicted was kind of cool um different from the the way lynch depicted it right um so I don't, I don't know you know for me like if it was a tv show i could just imagine it being like oh yeah wait till what wait till you see what happens on the next episode and then yeah. it takes me out of like being in the world of dune right yeah okay i can see that 
and it's and it's like a type of thing you have to see on the big screen right? oh yeah right yeah. it's yeah. like you you, right. you 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 miss out okay all right <laughs> we know. uh ready to rate this thing <laughs> yeah i guess i don't even know what i <laughs> think about it dude no i, I, really no, I kind of don't either it's funny i don't know well do you want to go first i want to go first i really like trying to I, I know. It. I could go first. I know how go, I Taren, feel. Taren, Taren, I think Taren should go first. Go ahead. So I... oh, the bull. The bull Nader says. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, we're not going to talk about the bull? Okay, fine. Fair enough. Go ahead. I... This is probably the movie that I've been most excited for, like, maybe ever. After seeing Blade Runner, hearing that this guy's making another epic-ass sci-fi movie about something that he loves deep in his heart i was like this is gonna be fucking amazing like no matter what like i feel like i went into it like it can't be bad there's no fucking way it can be bad. <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't know i didn't think there was anything bad about it like especially listening to a bunch of uh interviews with him and stuff it's like the text is so dense and like so much detail and backstory and stuff and like lore like world building he's like i just wanted to focus on the relationship between paul and jessica like that's like the main narrative of this movie like he didn't want to detail all the other stuff because it would get too, too convoluted and stuff and i think that he did that really well like unlike james i guess i was like really sucked in and like invested in like basically every character maybe besides josh Rowland because he, he's just kind of like a meathead guy that was annoying all the time trying to kill everyone that walked anywhere near them it was kind of weird but yeah <laughs> um just he was invested in the family dude he, Taren, he just the wait, family. wait until the um well, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, no oh, spoilers. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, I think this movie is gorgeous, dude. Like, seeing it in IMAX, I saw it twice in theaters. I saw IMAX in the regular one. Like, just seeing the ships and everything just so goddamn big, like, it just was mind-blowing. I don't know, like, there's not, like, a lot of stuff that does that, really. Like, even, like, all these Marvel movies, like Eternals, is supposed to be this big cosmic story, and it's just like not as epic as this at all. Like, yeah. And I love that he insists so often on not using CG whenever they can't, like whenever they can yeah. do practical. Like it just never, it, like a lot of it. I'm like, what is even CG? I can't fucking tell. Like obviously, like some shit is like the ships and stuff, but like if I didn't know any better, like I wouldn't fucking, I don't know, <laughs> like I wouldn't know. The yeah, yeah. It's just like such a seamless blend of cg and practical but it's just i don't know like visually this movie is fucking perfect i think like the dragonfly ships we didn't even talk about that's like the coolest oh shit. the thopters so yeah fucking cool oh yeah those are cool that. oh that yeah those ships were amazing yeah i can't believe we didn't talk about that that was like <laughs> such a cool interesting approach um I, have you ever seen ships like that in no. any of these sci-fi movies? No. It's, and it's so clever, right? Because like that's like totally you're trying to simulate like the natural world, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, so go cool. ahead. Um, yeah, I guess my only complaint is what Alonzo said. I wish it was just part one and two at, at once, and it was four, <laughs> six hours long. That's my only complaint. Because oh, <laughs> I can't fucking wait for part two, man. Like, yeah. two years is going to be a while. It's going to be a rough wait. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Denny Villeneuve with Hans Zimmer, they can't do no wrong. Um, I guess I'll rate it like a, it's like a nine point one, dude. I fucking love this shit. Nice, nice. Nine point one out of ten. Who wants to go next? You want to go, Alonso? Are you ready? Yeah, I could. 
Go for it. Um, uh, I, yeah, great conversation. I think, honestly, like, um, maybe. I'm trying to think of, um, I'm trying to think of, um, I'm trying to think of the things that I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> like, dwell on those. Okay. Here's one. You see, uh, Taryn, you said, uh, Denny Villeneuve, whatever, however the hell you say his name. <laughs> and, uh, Hans Zimmer can't go wrong. Um, okay. So there's when this they're thing. Together. I don't know if that is There's this thing. thing that I've noticed. <laughs> there's this thing that I've noticed. Started, like, around 9-11. Around the time, like, around 2001 in movies, right? Where if a movie takes place and there's, like, desert around, you gotta have some wailing Arab woman, like... That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and, like, true. I feel like that's, like, a... That's, like, almost a cliche at this point. It's yeah, like, it's only a true yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and that came off... I know, I know... Okay, yes. This book invokes all this, like, kind of... Arab mythology, right? Right, and, yeah. And, and then, you know, and, and Islam and the story of Muhammad and all that stuff. And it's it's in Arrakis. The, all the, the, basically, the bulk of this story in this movie is in Arrakis. Get it? It's just still sounding a little cliche. Like, I was kind of hoping that they would go in a different direction, honestly, than the dude in the desert wailing Arab woman, like, sound. Yeah, um, I felt it's, like there was like a I felt like there was a missed opportunity there, um, but yeah, I get it. I get it, Nader. I mean, I get it. I, I understand. I understand why they did it. It's not that it doesn't make any sense. I just felt like there was a chance to like do something cool. But what about the uh, <laughs> what about the the bagpipes? <laughs> you know, oh, that was so pipes. weird. Yeah, that was <laughs> random. That was totally random. Um, uh yeah well yeah hey nader you singing that like that's like it's like sting's desert rose i, I have you ever heard that stupid song oh we should play it is that for the dune movie or is it just some other song no it's just okay. a lame ass sting song you know um but and it has a wailing wailing arab arab dude anyway so yeah no um okay so that annoyed me um i'm really struggling to think of like what else like the baron was he was menacing and cold and you know evil calculated evil in this movie i feel like in the book and and keep in mind it's been like over 10 years since i've read it he's a little bit more um decadent and perverted if that makes sense mm. right so like so okay so he's fat and he's eating in this movie but that's like one scene I, and I think in the Lynch movie they show that off a little bit more, like this, just how disgustingly like gross mm -hmm. this, <laughs> this yeah. guy yeah. is. And and I think in the book also he's sort of portrayed more like that. And I don't think they nailed that right. I think it went more cold, evil, like unspeakably brutal and evil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And less like decadent and like, yeah, because he's disgusting. like. Yeah, he's supposed to be more like he's just a guy who is greedy as fuck. Like he sucks he sucks Arrakis dry. Like he's just fucking glutton like incarnate. And they make right. him more like dark and slimy and like sinister in the movie kind of. Right. Right. Yeah. And and like even um I think it was supposed to I read somewhere it's like supposed to be kind of like 
it's supposed to be like Rome before Rome fell, right? Like it's like the way that their archons are supposed to be like depicted, right? Like just like opulence and whatever, right? And and decadence. So, you know, that didn't land, I think, the way it, it could have. And I felt like the novel did a really good job of that. I mean, other than that, dude, made a lot of great choices. It's a beautiful movie. If it encourages more people to read Dune, awesome. I've been quoting Dune my whole fucking life. I have a painting of Rockus right there. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, and, and there's just a lot of beautiful things in this story. And um, I don't know, I feel like it's been a, like important part of my life, like for a long time. And I thought it was true, largely. I thought it was true to the spirit of that. I'm excited to see, like, to me, like, is the appetizer right like this yeah. is the appetizer because hmm. the beautiful good shit happens later and then from what and I've that's read, what i'm hoping for that's uh, where i'm at what i've read of what happens in the sequels because i don't care about spoilers by the way um what i've read about what happens in the sequels it complicates what happens in dune in the novel hmm. um and I'm actually really interested to see if if Dune 2 has success. Are they going to make Children of Dune? And because from what I understand Children of Dune, a lot of crazy shit happens that would really complicate this whole hero's journey thing. Mm. So are they going to go, are they going to have Timothy Chalamet like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. But I think overall it was a good overall i thought it was a good effort um i thought the performances were great um i thought it looked beautiful there were times when i was like blown away um in the imax for sure like there were just times where it's like you know that feeling of like when you're in a theater and you're just like wow what am i seeing this is amazing and like the landing on arrakis to me was just like over the top beautiful there were these little details like the hovering landing of the Artisar and, and I, I, there's just these little details where I was just like, man, I think they really got it right. The, the message through the sandstorm. Oh yeah. I thought it was also really beautiful and well done. Um, just, I don't know. Whole worm. worm. Orzendai. Well, if you guys to talk about the me, I'm not familiar with all the memes or whatever. Um, but. Uh, no, I, I like for me like uh, I don't know. There have been more blood, maybe. It's like to me, like <laughs> well, it's just like it's like it's to me like PG thirteen. I understand. Okay, we're trying we're trying to make this movie make a bunch of money, and like it doesn't really just take away from the story to like make it like fairly bloodless. Okay, got it. That said, the Lynch movie was a lot more violent, <laughs> a lot more weird and disturbing like for me like especially the harkonnens like they're really supposed to be fucked up hr geiger designed them okay <laughs> like yeah they're supposed to be very fucked up right um all that said uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna go it's 8.7 i'm gonna give this an 8.7 okay 8.7 from alonso James, did you want to go next, or do you want to go last? I can go, yeah. Go I think I'm, I'm ready. Um, 
yeah, I don't think it could be stated enough that it's visually one of the craziest movies I've seen in a while. Um, my only thing visually towards the end, like the color grading was just so, what color was that? Blue? Gray? Like, like it's it was... kind of nighttime when they, that scene yeah. with the worm. Yeah, during yeah, the night. In the trailer, it, it's like during the day. They changed it for the trailer, I think. Yeah, it's like at night and it's like very saturated gray and it's kind of hard to see. That's where I was like, oh shit, that kind of sucks. Hmm. But I bet you it would have looked good on an IMAX. But yeah. yeah. Um, just all the, the attention to detail and all that kind of stuff that you guys are talking about. At first, I was like, okay, this is like 45 minutes of ships flying and landing and like <laughs> setting up and i was like okay i was like we fucking get it there's traveling happening <laughs> but but yeah i don't know it on the first watch i wasn't really convinced i was like this is like not that great but the more i kept thinking about it the more i was actually like okay let me see what the fuck everybody's on about let me start reading this shit <laughs> and you know <laughs> I think. Uh, Did you end up watching it again or no? I didn't end up watch, watching oh. it again. I didn't. I didn't. But I, I'm going to definitely do it in the theaters. Um, but yeah, I, I just felt like there was just a little bit missing story-wise, and I was wondering. I was like, is this how it is in the book? Like, do people just drop like flies, and you're not supposed to feel anything about it? But I feel like I, the way the book's going for me now is there. There's a lot more interpersonal relationships, so. I like that, but um, I don't know. It maybe could have just been a little bit longer of a movie if they could flesh out, yeah. and make 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 the deaths make more sense to me. Make it make it that much more like heartbreaking, you know? That that Paul's Paul's alone now, basically. Yeah, and he has to do the damn thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It it's. It's interesting. I think all the politics stuff is kind of fun, and just like the whole like, um, what is, is is it an allegory? If it's like the spice is the oil, I don't know. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just like the the real life like implications, and just like the the entire backstory of how like they had to kill the robots. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I know. I yeah, they, like, go into that more. <laughs> That's cool. But, uh, for me, I don't know. It's for me. I think it's like a seven point eight. I think it's okay. beautiful, but I think um, it's like half the a actions, movie. Maybe feels like to you. Yeah, it just doesn't feel a hundred percent fleshed out. It's very beautiful, but it needs a little work to get me to like really love the characters. And I, and if and like the what Alonzo was explaining, if this is just like the tidbit of yeah. what's to come then i'm already sold you know i'm in i'm buying in yeah um <laughs> nice i don't know if you want to do it before or after your review but nader's last comment is something i wanted to talk about and forgot <laughs> it's very fucking interesting i think basically he's talking about like paul's visions and stuff the first time i watched it they were very confusing because it's like aren't you supposed to be friends with the guy that he kills at the end you know all that stuff all this and uh, yeah. stuff and like i guess it's supposed to be like the second time it was like more like he's changing his fate himself. Like he sees that's what's gonna happen. He's like, no, I'm gonna fucking not die here. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that yeah, was yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, just different, different futures <clears throat> that could happen if yeah. he chose 
to do things a certain way. Yeah. All right. So 7.8 out of James. Um, we'll go ahead and take over. I think one of the most impressive things about this movie for me was the fact that, so Denny Villeneuve, like, was a huge fan, you know, read this book when he was like 14, fell in love, was just like, was really, really wanted to direct this movie. And the fact that he kind of made this movie for himself as a, as a, you know, teenager, as a, as a fan, and that it was still really interesting to a wide audience. The fact that he balanced that, I think just makes this movie like a really big success for sure. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I think like the cast, was just amazing. That was another big reason why I feel like so many people were were down to see it. It was just completely stacked. The acting was amazing. I don't know. I, I maybe I'm just not like the the biggest sci-fi fan. Um, so this movie didn't like completely like, wow, this is like, I don't know. This just wasn't like 100% my movie, but I did love it and it was beautiful. Like my favorite things again, still just being the voice and like how that was portrayed. I, I honestly wish I watched this in IMAX to hear how like deep that was and how harsh that was. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was just super interesting. And I think kudos to kudos to them for making the movie like not only like appealing to a wider audience, but also you could understand the story without just being like, oh, cool. There's giant sandworms in action. Like, that's why I'm going to go see it. But you yeah. actually understand like, OK, like. There's a lot of politics and cool for like making politics a very boring topic to be like palatable and, and watchable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, and like you understand like, all right, there's this planet, there's this stuff called spice, it's oil, but it gets these people who like live out there high. It's all there you, you understand a very, very complex universe, like relatively simple, you know, simply. Like you don't and you don't they don't hold your hand through it, which is something that we talked about a lot. Yeah, it's just it's very simple and it and it really works. And I think it was it was pleasing to the casual fan. And it was also it also worked for like the more hardcore fans. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was fun. It was a fun watch. Um, I am excited to see part two. I'm excited to see more of the Fremen because I think that it it didn't dive into them like a whole, whole lot, um, you know, like Zendaya's character and everything. And I think I'm really interested to see how more of those people and i don't know the ending of this one seemed like we're definitely going to get that in part two so yeah yeah for me this one is an 8.3 out of 10. so that brings us to an 8.4 8. 8.475 nice collectively yeah pretty solid score i to be honest i didn't really think this one was going to get to, to the hall of fame but still you know is still a really strong score. Solid. Yeah, so next week we will be reviewing 12 Angry Men. Um, The original, apparently, was a remake. Oh, is there a remake? Yeah, it's 1957, I think you said? Yeah. 1957, yeah. Really old movie. I think our oldest movie. I think so. um, It's in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to to watch that one. Um, We will be reviewing the movie live on twitch.tv slash filmbumblers. That will be on November 21st at approximately 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, make sure you're following all of our socials, especially our Instagram at Film Fumblers. Find all of our other socials at filmfumblers.com. And yeah, thanks to Alonso, special guest, yeah. joined us again. He's not here, but check out your mission podcast. 
yeah well, check out your mission kind of music cool. yeah but until then we'll see you guys next time cheers everyone cheers, cheers. cheers.